The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Dustin Gold, right here on pain.tv slash gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Ladies and gentlemen, we just came off three parts, three parts on the synthetic wombs, on ectogenesis, the science of growing babies outside of the mother. And I think we did a great job of showing you that this is the true war on women. You remember that years ago, that was a hot topic, way before the cancel culture, way before hashtag me too, we had the war on women. And it was this artificial war concocted by the propagandists, the social engineers, to complain about women making 77 cents on the dollar as compared to those men. But the real war on women, ladies and gentlemen, is that these mad scientists, these technocratic transhumanists, want to take away the magic of the woman to get pregnant, to carry a baby, to birth that child. And that is what they are after, folks. And so it is more than a war on women, although women should be very upset about this. It is a war on humanity itself, taking men and women out of the birthing process and growing children in a laboratory. So what we are going to do next, and let me just say, I'm in talks with... This scientist uh, who I want to review Joe Biden's executive order with, but I also want to put in some additional intelligence, some more information here before we get to Biden's executive order, because this way we can refer back to the information that we're going to cover here and break down here while we are reviewing Biden's executive order. Uh, I figured I could do it myself, but I don't want to jump the gun. I'd rather wait for the scientist, and I think it's important to get this information out there. So let me just lay out what's going to happen over the next couple of episodes. First, I'm going to show you a video by Hashem Al-Ghali, who created a video on the artificial womb that I came across during my research over the last week. I thought it was done really well. I think it's a fantastic bookend to the Artificial Womb series uh, because it sums up everything we talked about, but it's kind of mashed all into one really good video. So you can find that on YouTube under Hashem Al-Ghali. That's H-A-S-H-E-M, last name A-L-G-H-A-L-I. And it was produced or at least published in January 2020, or you can check it out at pain.tv slash gold. And thank you to everyone 
who has joined pain.tv slash gold. You get access to the ad-free video version of both the Dustin Gold Standard and the Thomas Paine podcast. But most importantly, you get access to a community of like-minded people who are sharing ideas on gardening and farming and canning and uh, politics and technology and such. So if your family and your friends despise you, they think you're crazy, at least you have a place where you can go hang out and share information with other people who will appreciate it. And you can learn from other people who have more of an expertise in certain subjects than you may have yourself. And so I actually pull some articles from there that I've covered on this show. I wish I actually had more time to spend over there because that place is just booming with intelligence. It's fantastic. As Mike would say, it's an intelligence network, a private intelligence network. So feel free to join that. And also, thank you to those who left a five-star review and a comment over at Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate that. If I had t-shirts or something, I would give you one. Maybe eventually I will, but right now there are more important things to do than to make and hawk t-shirts to you. Although uh, they are fun and they do help spread the word. So maybe at some point we will do that, but not right now. So what we're going to do is I'm going to show you this video so we can bookend the series on the synthetic wombs. And then we're going to jump over to designer babies, Uh, designer babies, and then CRISPR-Cas9, the genetic modification. We're going to talk about a company called Orchid. Um, I think it's Orchid Biosciences. And the reason why we're going to do that is because some of that information will be valuable when we are breaking down Joe Biden's executive order, deemed the transhumanist executive order. And then I'm going to work my way into the military. And we are going to review two doctors, Dr. Charles Morgan, who gave a speech on psycho neurobiology and war and Dr. James Giordano, who gave a speech called the brain is the battlefield of the future. And we're going to get into a little bit of the military programs that they are both involved with these two, Dr. Frankenstein's. And, um, one of the reasons why I'm putting that stuff in now is because I decided that we need to get that information out before we get into Operation Paperclip in depth. I might as well introduce you to some of the modern madmen before we go back in history and see where all of this all of this Frankenstein technology grew out of. And so someone, and I cannot remember who, and I apologize because I like to credit people, sent me the Dr. Charles Morgan speech. I shared that with Maria Albanese, the co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, and she sent over the Dr. James Giordano speech, and then her and I did a quick dig on Giordano, and we pulled up some additional information. Now, why is this all important Um, with the theme of this show, which is uncovering the history looking at the current situation and then being able to project the future of where this technocratic transhumanist prison planet goes so that those of us who choose not to take part in it to opt out of it at least as much as possible have a clear understanding of where we are headed so that we can avoid as many of these technologies as possible. Well, when you look at sort of the tenets of the fourth industrial revolution, the fourth industrial revolution, 
or the Fourth Industrial Reich. Um, it is the merger of the physical, the biological, and the digital worlds. And so the physical world is out here, the natural world, the grass, the air, the sea, the rivers, the streams, the mountains, you know, the soil. It was all part of the physical world. And so as we've explained here, the technocrats are building a prison planet around that physical world in the form of what would be like on a small scale, on a micro level, the smart cities. But they want to turn the whole world into a smart city, a smart planet where everything is monitored, everything is tracked, everything is rationed, everything is controlled by the social engineering class. And so that's the physical world. And then you have the biological world, which is a little bit about what we're going to get into here. That also has to do with the synthetic wombs, but the genetic modifications, the gene editing, um, uh, the CRISPR-Cas9 technology, that's all the biological world. Implanting nanobots inside of your bloodstream, putting brain chips inside of your head. And then you have the digital world, which we went over in the uh, three or four episodes before we got into synthetic wombs. And that was the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, the Internet of Senses, the smart cities leading into the metaverse, which is the true ultimate goal at least in the next uh, five to ten years of these guys, is to have this digital world, this metaverse that you live inside, your second life. And so what Klaus Schwab, the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum, sees is this merger of the physical, biological, and digital worlds. And so what we've been doing here is trying to introduce you to as many of the technologies, as many of the, the investors, the governments, the think tanks, the non-governmental organizations, the international governing bodies, you know, the trade associations involved, the industries involved, the CEOs involved, the bankers, and then eventually one day on a separate separate show somewhere behind a paywall we can talk a little bit about some of the religions and the religious concepts that are behind uh, at least as far as i believe in my opinion are behind some of this as well but we're showing you all of the stuff uh, all of the pieces how they connect and eventually one day maybe i'll do an old school glenn beck and it's a studio I'm trying to set up across the way here with a big chalkboard, a little like a, a professor set where I can stand there like Glenn Beck in the old days with the chalkboard and start to connect all the dots for you. Uh, who's involved and, uh, but, you know, but the thing right now is the chalkboard would be completely full because at the end of the day, they're all involved. Uh, I don't necessarily know who the leader is, who the boogeyman is. I mean, Klaus Schwab plays a part. Yuval Noah Harari plays a part. The heads of states play a part. The people that get to play the president or congressmen or senators for a finite amount of time play a part. The CEOs play a part. The investors, the money men, you know, the bag men that carry around the cash like Jeffrey Epstein or Bill Gates or Peter Thiel or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Uh, Sergey Brin, any of these guys, they are the bag man. They carry around the cash. They get to play the front man. They get to be Billy Mays and pitch the product. But wait, there's more synthetic wombs, synthetic wombs. But wait, 
there's more there's more folks i mean that's they all play a role so who's driving it behind the curtain i mean we could get into you know illuminati and black nobility and the club of rome and all of these topics and eventually on this show i might delve into that but there's so many people who have covered that stuff and at the end of the day if we figure out who's behind the curtain I mean, what does that do for us? Can we stop it if we know who's behind the curtain? Uh, Can we halt this freight train, uh, this technocratic freight train? I don't know if we can. I mean, I don't know if we can. All I know is that I cannot avoid it personally. I cannot raise my uh, coming child in a way that they will be able to interact with that technocratic world when they need to but be able to step outside of it and live outside of it when they choose to i can't do any of that unless i understand it and so i always look at um, it's like investing in a company if you're going to buy stock in a company you want to know who the ceo is you want to know who's on the board you want to know what kind of government contracts they have you want to understand what their strategy is Uh, what their product line is, what the future of the company looks like. And so that's kind of how I'm tackling this subject also from an investigative standpoint if I was trying to solve a crime. And so at least right now, my mindset is that I need to understand where it came from. I, I don't necessarily need to know who's behind it. I'd love to talk to you guys. If you ever want to come on as guests, we can do sort of a separate show, maybe a live stream type show where we talk about this kind of stuff and just Uh, theorize about it or whatever but i need to understand where it came from uh, because that'll tell me sort of where it's going i need to understand how far they've gotten in their plans what technologies they have now the investors behind them the governments that are driving it and then i need to understand where it's going and i can only predict the future based on having a clear understanding of the history and of where we are currently and that's what we've been doing here i think we're able to sort of put this big picture together and understand that there is a matrix that they are building And their goal is to eventually plug us into some sort of a metaverse as they control the natural world uh, because we understand all the components. So we've pretty much gone through a lot of the physical components. We've gone into the digital components. And now we're going to enter into the biological components. And so we have to get into the designer babies. We have to understand uh, genetic modification. And then that will allow us to avoid certain technologies when we have to interact with, say, a hospital. I'm learning a lot about this with the midwifery uh, service that we're using and the doula we hired to manage my wife's birth. So I've been learning a lot from them, a lot of stuff I can't learn from articles because they're giving me inside knowledge when they're dealing with hospitals and doctors and sort of the, the modern traditional medicine, right? Because the real traditional medicine, the midwives, uh, homeopathy and stuff, that's not traditional anymore that's just kookery that's quackery and so i'm learning a lot about this so we have to get into this it's not my area of expertise i wish i had a scientist co-host that can help me with this stuff but i'm going to work through it and introduce you to it and again like anything else we touch on here you can expand your knowledge by going to some of these sources and trying to learn more about these topics yourself until i'm able to get some scientists on this show but again 
I don't want to delve too deep into any one topic because I feel like if I get stuck in a rabbit hole, I'm not going to move on and try to understand all the components that are out there because in the short term at least, when I get through the first 50 to 100 episodes, I do want to be able to diagram out what I think the future looks like in 10 or 15 years because people ask me that all the time. And I believe I'll be able to take a very educated guess um, at what it looks like once I can work through the rest of the programs and technologies that are out there and they're developing. But do I think we can stop it? I would say probably not because at the end of the day, everyone is on board with this, whether you realize it or not. As Musk has said to us, as he spit in our face, we are just nodes in the system and every interaction we have with technology, we are helping them build this prison planet ladies and gentlemen i will be right back i need to exit from the prison planet for a moment and step one foot out of this technocratic matrix ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. And this is the Dustin Gold Standard, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. Right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's not waste any more time with my bumbling and babbling over here. I want to get to this video again, folks. This is by Hashem Al Ghali, H A S H E M, and that's A L G H A L I, published in January 2020 on YouTube. Again, I found it to be very good. Uh, he did a fantastic job, and so. I'm going to play it. I don't mind giving him credit. There's some great graphics in here, and it's a fantastic bookend to the synthetic wombs as we have to move forward into designer babies and into genetic modification. So let's play this video for you folks. And by the way, the, the, the graphics in this are really good. He did a great job of producing this. Right now, you're looking at like a, a stadium-sized field, and there's all these uh, artificial wombs in there. It's almost like a, a Star Wars version of the Matrix field with all of the uterus bags hanging from those mechanical roots. Well, these are machines that are almost, uh, it looks like a hospital machine, about three feet tall an iPad on the front, and then a bubble on the top of it that is the artificial womb with the baby inside of it. And you'll see in a moment as it swoops over, there's like, you know, 100,000 of these things in something like the size of a stadium. This is the artificial womb facility, a place where humans could be grown entirely from scratch. The devices you see here are called growth pods. Okay, and it, it's very Matrix-like, but everything is more white and clean. 
uh, versus dark. So this is very much like a like a Star Wars type of thing or some kind of a, a sci-fi movie that you've seen where there's like a sterile laboratory. That's what this looks like. But the graphics are phenomenal. Each growth pod is designed to replicate the same conditions that exist inside the mother's uterus. Growth pods are designed to host human fetuses until they are fully developed. These artificial wombs are designed to help premature babies to continue developing after their birth. Okay, again, now let me just pause there for a second because I don't know this guy's politics. I didn't go poke around into his background. I just like this one video. Uh, I don't know where he stands on the technology itself. He does a pretty good job, uh, pretty objective in his uh, reporting on this sort of like a little mini documentary series i believe he's doing he also has another one on designer babies which i'm not going to show on this uh, episode but you know as he said they're designed to grow premature babies in there and as you'll see uh, i'll break it down for you but i just don't buy it folks and when you see the numbers i'll explain why but i don't buy it i just I got over this many years ago that Bill Gates and Elon Musk and Peter Thiel and Jeff Bezos and Sergey Brin and Ray Kurzweil and Richard Branson and Deepak Chopra and the rest of these guys, they don't love me. And they sure as hell don't love you and they sure as hell don't love our children. They don't love us, okay? These are the same guys who talk about overpopulation. They look up to people like Yuval Noah Harari, who calls us basically useless, useless eaters and stuff, hackable animals. And so they don't love us. And so they damn well don't love the vast minority of children born every year prematurely. Okay. So when they talk about that they're designed to bring to full term a premature baby uh yeah again that is the adoption campaign that is where they tug at your heartstrings and play on our human emotions to get us on board with this and so that when you're sitting at the dinner table you can't argue against it because someone's going to say you have no heart you don't care about premature babies and whether or not they live or die and as i've said on the show it's a touchy subject i do not judge you in any way whatsoever if you've utilized you know, technology similar to this, whatever's currently available, because you had a child who was born prematurely and you needed to make a choice uh, to save it. I mean, you know, this is part of living one foot in the matrix. And when the technology's there, uh, most people probably are going to choose to use it. I'm just saying that don't buy into the fact that these are philanthropic humanitarians that are spending billions upon billions if not trillions of dollars to develop a synthetic womb that will eventually be able to uh, handle the birth from fertilization all the way to the point where they open the tank and the steam comes out and baby frankenstein walks out of the artificial womb i just don't buy into it you have to put your mind into the mindset of a psychopath. You have to walk in the shoes of a narcissistic uh, sociopath uh, to understand what these guys are doing. And just don't ever fall into the trap that they develop things like the Fitbit because they love you and they want you to measure your heart rate while you're jogging so that you can get a better exercise. No, they figure out what the problems are or they create the problem 
and then they provoke a reaction and then they offer the solution and that's how they get people to adopt the technology that's actually designed and going to be used for more nefarious purposes which is the engineering of humanity out of existence if not the ones they keep alive keeping those humans enslaved inside of their prison planet let's continue but emerging scientific research is making it possible to use them to create designer humans entirely from scratch okay so now he mentions that these bubbles these synthetic wombs are designed for uh, premature babies but in the end this technology could be used to create designer humans entirely from scratch so that's basically building a perfect superhuman inside of a laboratory tank And this series is called The Grid with Hashem Al-Ghali. Okay, and this was episode one, The Artificial Womb. Every human fetus requires around 37 weeks inside the mother's uterus to fully develop. Okay, and so we learn this through our birth classes and through our midwifery and our doula. So once the baby hits 37 weeks inside the mother's tummy, if it's born, then it's considered to be full term. And then comes birth. But not every human has this biological luxury. In fact, every year, around 15 million fetuses are born too early. Okay, and so I looked up these statistics and they seem to be accurate as far as, as, far as comparing them to, you know, medical journals and such. So you have to take them as truth, at least... That's the truth they want you to believe. So say 15 million children a year are born prematurely, all right? That's the number they're giving you. And approximately 1 million of them die due to birth complications. Okay, so 1 million of the 15 million born prematurely die of complications. Now, I'm not, I don't want to sound heartless, folks. I think if you listen to the show, you know I'm not. I, I worship the magic uh, that is uh, birth, but... You have to ask yourself, do Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and these guys behind this stuff, are they building this technology to bring to fruition the one million premature babies per year that would actually die? Are they investing all of these resources into this technology into this science into ectogenesis to serve the parents or the lives of those one million babies when most of them support and promote abortion uh, birth control uh, sterilization um, you know overpopulation narratives uh, in which they wanted to get rid of that baby a few months before now they're claiming they want to rescue it or are they looking for a problem like let's say one million babies born prematurely then amplifying the problem so they can provoke the reaction of good decent people to say oh my god we got to save those one million babies and then they say well the solution is an artificial womb to which point you saw yesterday, then they take it another step as they say, well, why even have 
the baby grow inside your belly. We can do it safer and more efficiently inside of a laboratory full of artificial womb robot nannies. All right, are you understanding this? I think you grasp this because I think you do understand that these people do not love us, nor do they love the one million babies that are born prematurely that die. I just don't think Bill Gates thinks about this stuff at night. Now, I also showed you yesterday and explained to you that the numbers of premature babies are going up in women who supposedly had the COVID, right? And so... I also explained to you from our doula that she's seeing a rise in women's water breaking before they actually go into labor. So did maybe, maybe I'm saying, maybe, I'm not even saying it's my opinion, maybe, possibly, the possibility of them creating more problems, more premature births to increase those numbers. Therefore, it's more of a chance that you or me uh, may know someone or we are someone who is experiencing uh, premature birth issues or we know someone who's experiencing premature issues, just like you know people that have had COVID or what we're to believe is COVID, then that way there are now more people invested in the emotions connected to this and so that way there's more people who will get on board with allowing the frankenstein doctors to build the synthetic wombs because now you say well wait a second my cousin's uncle's uh stepsister had a premature baby that almost died so now i support synthetic wombs see how that works Okay, it's very simple to do this when you're at the high levels, when you have power, you have influence, you have control of media, you have control of money, food coupons to bribe scientists and engineers to get on board with this technology. Very easy to do, folks. It's very easy to do. Almost as easy it is for me to take a short commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard. We'll finish up this video and keep plowing along. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 